we're at Smutscroft today, catching up with Jelani, Tammy, and Gamu, speaking about fatherhood, brotherhood, and national men's mental health. I am a YouTuber. No, technically. Okay, so um, we'll just be speaking about how, as young men, it's Youth Month, and as young men, as youth, what are you guys doing in your personal lives to, you know, push the envelope and your careers what is it that you are doing as youth we know Tammy has Smithscraft can you tell us a little bit Tammy about Smithscraft um okay let me just give you a synopsis on how it started I guess maybe it just might even inspire someone else it started in the kitchen uh, at home we were just selling burgers to friends close friends family and yeah, to just cut the long story short, in essence, we sold a lot of burgers and decided to just move and grow the business, open it here, you know, and have different offerings beyond a burger. Have wings, have ribs, got curry, got mkhodu, uh, yeah, a whole lot of dishes. We got wraps now as well, you know, obviously with the offering of alcohol. So yeah, that's how it started, you know, and these gentlemen here also witnessed it. And yeah. Might we add, we were forced to buy burgers. <laughs> 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 you how many burgers you sold your friends. And you never bought the cheapest burger. But yeah, it's yeah, like that's right. It's one trend. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's essentially what happened. Yeah, so that's why I always say like Smith is like a, a communal business, you know, because that's how it started. It was for the community, was uh, empowered by the community as well community being close friends family customers the works yeah and Gobani um in your personal life yes you are helping and by you know adding to your brother's business but what do you do do you Um, wanna uh I mean I've got I've got a how do you call it a landscaping business um landscaping business and then partners of the steel manufacturing business as well so my passion lies in manufacturing and putting things together etc so that's where it all started from my background is at home predominantly doing business so fortunately did the whole schooling thing got to varsity you know just to appease the parents um and then after it was done they gave me an opportunity to try and see if i could be in business and it hasn't worked out <laughs> it's wor- it's going to work yeah, it's out. It's going to work yeah. out, yes. But we're in it right now. And yeah. We're moving, and so that's 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 where I am. And and every other thing as well, like constantly interested in business, different avenues. Always meeting up with the guys as well, just to kind of like pick their brains. Because fortunately, everyone here is in like a different space, so it's easy for sometimes for me to sit with a gummo, for instance, and say to gummo, "What's going on?" And he'll tell me about. It his business and where he works and how things are going there and sit with Tommy and even when I come here sometimes I don't tell him I'll just come and just want to max out because also having built as having seen Smith build up you also don't want to be that friend that every time you catch it you want to get like special treatment so you just want to come max out enjoy the place also like everyone else and if he's here and he's talking to some of his other customers it's fine and some of you sometimes you're here to have a good time so yeah so that's just briefly about myself and what I'm Ngamu? Hey. Ngamu? What? <laughs> you guys didn't even no. introduce yourselves. Sorry. Hey. <laughs> I forgot. Okay, we'll do it. Okay. Hi, my name is Gamu. Hello, Twala. Known by Twala Cruz. Very, very important. Um, Your street name? Yeah. No, not a street name. It's Ooh. my way of life. Okay. <laughs> 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 That's the way of life. Yeah. Um, I'll let you know more about it, you know, um, in the episode. Um, I'm a salesman. I've always born and bred salesman. Um, I'm in advertising. I studied advertising, and I work in the out of home business, uh, which is billboards, and I sell out of home space. And I like just communicating to people, selling ideas, selling products, 
um, selling concepts. So yeah, I just like interacting with people. I'm a people's person, you know. Um, so yeah, that's my passion, people. Yeah. Okay, since people are your passion, Gabu, um, what is the biggest thing you've seen about male friendships or male communities that you think isn't working necessarily as a space of safety and community is not working yeah um i think what's not working right now it's a lot of Okay, anyone can answer the question. Uh, I know. Can you just uh, repeat the question? In the in as as brothers as male communities, what is it that isn't working? In we have a problem in society where there's a lot of suicide amongst um, males, right? And yes, people can't afford therapy, but um, community has been the one thing that makes sure that people are okay in mental health, right? Mm -hmm. So. What is it that isn't working with the friend groups or the spaces or community that people are building that doesn't create that safe space? I think it's misogyny and male dominance. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. You know, I think we've gotten to a point where we need to understand that the, the misogyny and male dominance in our community no longer works. You know, because humanity is, is evolving. You know, and things that if you if you say you're evolving as a humanity. Then, then cultures need to certain cultures need to be dropped, you know, and you need to unlearn what you know uh, for the for the new generation and for the evolution. So, going back to what I'm saying, as, as far as male dominance, is that it's not working because we are we're at a point where there's so many factors that uh, contribute to to you being a dominant male, right? But it shouldn't really matter that much for you you know because like i'm saying it's no longer it's no longer about that you know the the world is moving to to to, to on a faster pace and a different a different generation and a new perspective on life you know it's no longer about um it shouldn't be about what you have uh being the alpha male of the group which I, I don't i don't am i making sense you are making yeah sense. like it should yeah. no longer be about that because there's so many pressures you know things have changed like you can't be the male the same male that your, your dad was no you can no longer be that and the quicker you understand that the better of a man you're going to be you know because you understand that women are also empowering themselves you know and you can't be a dominant male you things in the in the household are changing as far as responsibilities you know uh gender roles as well you know things like that are getting abolished Things like gender roles. The man now needs to learn how to cook. You know, the reason why a man doesn't uh, want to cook is because they're still stagnant in in the gender roles. You know, that were that were put by or that were placed by our forefathers. You know? So that's how I I see see it in the community. Um, a lot of what Tommy said relates. I think we'll all share the same sentiment. Especially given people who are constantly in each other's lives a lot, you know, there's there's a lot of this this thing of being the alpha male all the time. Unfortunately, you you can't even draw the lines in, you know. And even in friendships, when you want to always come across as being the alpha male in the friendships and in, in the clique amongst the guys, you leave. Yo, there's there's just a lot that's going on outside of like just our circle that we can only imagine what you're putting everyone else through. And because the way times are moving and cultures are developing and we need to be able to make the next person feel as comfortable as they're supposed to be, you can't be wanting to bully your way through a lot of things in life. Unfortunately, where the people we take cue from are the people who've raised us. So they are still very bullish in their ways and and they still want to be celebrated because it's still a, it's a financial thing or who's doing well and etc. All of those dynamics just really make it difficult for us as friends. So whenever you have friends who are conscious of what's going on in the world it helps you because it, it it breaks down the walls you know it makes it easy for us to all link up at one another's places or wherever and just max out and just want to just sit and do nothing or just talk about issues that we have unlike if you look at our parents our uncles our grandparents our forefathers and etc they they dealt with problems in silos 
and the only time you had issues of Sekaya coming up is when the females, our moms, our aunts, our grandmas were complaining to families. And that's where you you get wind of you know, that those kind of dynamics. And, it, and that doesn't work anymore. It, it honestly doesn't work anymore because right now there's just a lot going on in the world so you can't even afford to entertain those kinds of thoughts. So as long as we can lean on one another, I think we'll be able to fix a lot that's not working. Yeah. Um, you guys spoke about how times have changed and how your fathers were different to you know what you need as a father or as a partner right now so how have you guys being fathers taken the role of fatherhood lessons from your father but made sure that you are raising children sons and a daughter um, that are conscious of the world that we live in and that are good human beings yeah, well, you know, Tommy raised a very solid point saying, you know, we need to unlearn. Um, a lot of unlearning needs to be done um, being a father uh, because we grow up obviously learning what a father is from our uncles, our fathers, and brothers, whatever is around, any male figures around us. And like the one he said, um, you know, <laughs> our fathers, you know, they went through it also. <laughs> you know, yeah. They went through it, but yeah. at the same time, you know, um, it's unlearning. Right now, it's unlearning and being able to understand that when people give you advice, you listen. You know, um, one thing as a male, <clears throat> male dominance is we don't want to hear it. You know, we just yeah. we don't want to listen. We just want to speak. We just want to speak, 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 and not actually listen and actually comprehend what we're actually hearing so um we need to get advice from people uh being a father you know you need to speak to your mom about it not just your father you need to speak to your aunts about it you need to speak to your friends about it i was blessed enough to have a friend who was a father first you know, and we learned a lot from him so it's right now we learn a lot from apparently more than anything mobile uh, we are we are learning, basically. We are learning. Yeah. Do <laughs> you wanna add anybody? Uh, I think pertaining to your question as well, is what we need to teach kids now, especially sons, because women are girls are more expressive than guys, you know. Which should be a status quo that's that needs to be changed. You know what we need to now. What I've realized as a father is that one thing I, I want to give my child a platform for is self-expression. You know, don't oppress your child. You know, there's there's a hierarchy in life in anything, right? It's important, but we've learned the worst hierarchies. You know what I mean? And when you think of the hierarchy, <laughs> so I was talking about like how conflicted cultures and. Uh, rules of family rules are like you get in one family you looking down when you're getting shouted at is a sign of disrespect but in another you looking down is a sign of respect yeah. you know you looking into into your parents eyes whilst they're shouting at you in some families like it's a definite no-no mm. you know what i mean so one thing i've 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 learned and i've had to unlearn is what I know, you know, as far as um, family values go, you know, as far as hierarchy in a family goes, you know, it's like allow your child to be expressive, you know, in the most respectful manner, you know, but it shouldn't be a hierarchy as in clinic pen. It's like when you're talking to dad, this is how you talk to dad. When you're talking to mom, this is how you talk to mom, you know. I think that's the reason why we're in the calamity that we are as black people. Generally, shit, my girlfriend needs to take the pill. Sorry. Damn it. <laughs> shit, I need to call her. Sorry. It's the margin. I will cut. Yeah, we will cut. I also say, you know, yeah. when I look at that, I'm like, that's why there comes a point in 
you must check pe people about the Alana. Yeah. There's successful people, right? And once you once you understand their journey, they've always been those people that were hustling. Yeah. yeah. Then there's a, there's people that are waiting for a pension. Yeah. You know. Yeah. In life. And they've got a, they've got a job. They're comfortable. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. You know. And then there's people that are just useless. You know. And said like, useless. in the family for the last twenty years, but now it's useless. Yeah. I don't wanna. I don't wanna end up. I don't wanna end up like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But how it starts is that you need to start working in in your twenties to thirties. Yeah. So that you can live comfortably in your forties to fifties. You know what I mean? When he said that to me once, and I was like complaining about how my life is not where it's supposed to be. I was twenty five. ブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブーブ
So I took them out and my mother was like, yo, what are you going to do with these shoes? Do you want to give them away? I said, are you mad? It's like, you don't wear them. I'm like, you're actually right. Because yeah. like at the time when I got them, because I really liked it. Yeah, you know, yeah, I was like, shit, they yeah, dope. Got the yeah, white one, do. got the black one. But now I sit there and I look at these shoes. Because like the black one. Yes, do you know why? Also, yeah. I can't really wear them. Yes, exactly oh, yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's dope. The, the reason I also can't wear them, because I can't wear them because I'm just comfortable in them. The next person says, oh, Shaikh, what you think of that? Yeah. Mate, no. That's also another thing. Like, I like the shoe. I think the shoe's very nice. It's very yeah. comfortable. The canvas, very comfortable. Yeah, the canvas yeah, is. Yeah, but now, every time I've worn it, you get a comment from either someone you know or even someone random, dog, yeah. like pointing. And you're yeah. like, oh, this defeats the purpose also, from this. But also, like, you also want to get somewhere in your life. And uh, I think that kind of like puts you back a bit because the person you seek help from. It needs to die, yeah. I, without a doubt, right? Yeah. But, but we also need to know like that there's affluent brands, you know, yeah. and you need to get in order for you to get to that point where you're purchasing it, your pocket or your bank account needs to speak yeah. that same language, you know. The moment it doesn't, we've got a problem, and that's where the yeah. society, that's how yes, society yeah, is right now. Yeah, it's a big problem. True. That you're rocking something that's worth 10 to 15k, yeah. but your savings are, are that amount in essence. Yeah. You yeah. know, or less. Oh, they don't exist. Yeah. They don't you know exist. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Meaning that there's there's no financial education, no taking the bad way. No, no, yeah. no trust, no trust. But financial education in yeah. black black society is not there. Yeah. Myself, not me. We all. Yeah, mistakes where you buy the shoe with 10k or even when I buy party one, it doesn't it doesn't exempt me because I buy party five yeah. at the same time. Yeah. I bought the same sneakers. <laughs> I can <get a> <laughs> the same sneakers, yes. black sneakers, and I bought like about four or five pairs of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when you quantify that, it quantifies yes. one yes. sneaker. So does that yeah. It doesn't make sense, you know what I mean? Like, financial <laughs> no, education is, is imperative. But I think it starts yeah, we, at home, dog, you know? Like, mm. for me, the, the financial education starts at home. Like, I am now in a position where I can say, like, black people don't know how to run businesses. Yeah. Like, yeah. Give, given the space that I'm in, black people don't know how to run businesses. Black people can't, can't run a business successfully. Because their measure of success is, I'll make 100,000 and every month, my expenses are 150,000. Yeah. Yeah. And... To society, because I'm driving in the street, you think I'm nice. Mm. But back at home in the ranch, good tense. Mm. And you then ask yourself, Guti, you literally find yourself in a position to say, do I pay for a car, do I pay for groceries? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. it's real. And the older I've become, and having been exposed to just various business people on various levels. Because of also, the, the unfortunate thing about also being black in business, that you gravitate towards the blacks first. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, I stick yeah. with Mutosoma Tende, and I want to see how they're doing it, and, and, and yeah. etc. And then, and in sticking there, I see the the the, the, the skeletons, the, the cracks, and know what's going on. And I can understand. I'm like, guys, this is not sustainable business. Mm. And yeah, it also it goes back because of we want to show out there. Yeah. And yeah. forget about your dude. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, reach a point of self-actualization. I think on the Maslow hierarchy of needs. Yeah. Just get they get to a place of contentment yeah. and be, yeah. be fulfilled. Be fulfilled. Fuck the car. Yeah. You know, like if you've got kids, especially. Sorry, excuse my fruity language. Like. Course, way more to take care of the family, take care of the wife, take care of the kids. Like, you know, rather be that person. There will yeah. be something left over for you, and you'll take care of whatever, like, yeah. makes you feel yeah. good, and etc. But True. for now, don't do it because it's also part of the problem. It yeah, is definitely that le- something left over is that fulfillment, yes, you know, from yeah. doing all those all good things. Those because, things, yeah. trust me, after buying and swiping that 5k bottle, <laughs> you know, especially if you balance it or not, you don't get fulfillment in the morning, yeah, but you know. Making sure your kids is in school, making sure your partner's happy, making sure that engine go right, cross, that fruity Those are fulfillments, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, especially 100%. for myself, you know. <laughs> you know, yeah. being a daughter. I know that, you know, making her happy is fulfillment for me. I know which sometimes, you know, be over you know, this thing of Showing out is normal. We are humans, you yeah. know. We want to show out and look cool and whatever. Yeah. But you know, self is definitely oh. taking care of your family. It hits different. It hits yeah. different. Self, self hits different. Yeah. Self hits different. Like professional. And that's why influencers now are like shaky. 
because yeah. it's like I, you're not relatable. No, you're not relatable. Because you've now reached this saturated that level. That is why they're all dating married rich men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, yeah. allegedly. 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 But you can't blame them. There's a small group of married rich men in South Africa, hey? Yeah. There's, there's a small amount of rich men. There's a small amount of rich men in SA. I get your point. I get your point. You have to. Why are you trying to love rich men only? I don't understand. Because they don't believe in you. Because I think they, they, they want to live a lifestyle that you cannot provide. You can provide it for it maybe in the next 10 years. 10 years. You want it now. You want it now. You want it now. <laughs> like, yeah, like you're so, I'm yeah. short sightedness. Like that's how, how that that's how girls are. Like who's gonna say yeah, I have a Louis Louis Vuitton now? You can yeah. be with a guy and you can yeah. see Gucci. He's not with, he's not where he is, where you want him to be. But you can see the, you know how the they speak about the potential now. Like potential is like a negative word with women now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> potential is such a positive word. Like, like, like he has potential. Ooh, you wasted my time. Potential. I need someone. To fight. <laughs> Like, Potential has changed to be a negative connotation mm, where we like, thought I, a good way of actually winding this conversation back to the topic is that like men are under so much pressure. pressure now. Yeah. Ah, yeah, there's yeah, so much yeah. pressure. Yeah. Like we're under siege, like we're at war. We're, on, we're honestly at war because I'm not I'm just dealing with myself. Mm. I'm not dealing with my peers who are hella toxic. Mm. I'm not dealing with females. Because I've got a liking towards someone and I'm constantly every day trying to strategize how I can get this person's attention. My family, my work yeah. environment, where I'm staying, is it is it socially acceptable? Yeah. Like there's just Yo, so there's much that lot. is going on. Let's go. We're on the day to day, we're running errands, yeah. I'm there. We can oh you hungry. Look, some, some Let's go to McDonald's, let's go to KFC. <clears throat> You know, some. No. Some, I think some that comes with time as well. It like, does come you know. with time. I think as guys, we get there quicker than females get there. Mm. I don't think so. I think you guys have the notion of, because of how society already is telling you that yeah. you guys are supposed to, you know, fend for or impress, like, you know? No, but I think it's also because of your standards more than anything. Yeah. You can't, like, overlook that. Yeah. Women have standards. Yeah. And I can, I, I can never. For the life of me, take you on a date to KFC. No, I know we're going to wherever, but I need to buy wings. You will judge me based on that. And I must Bro, get to where we're going and I must buy caviar. Because I don't think so. I think, you know, I had this conversation with my mom. I was like, but maybe I'm too far and no one can hear me. Yeah. Okay, so like my uncle's dating this mom building with, my mom said, if you're building with a person, we am kabang el mundo or build a night. Oh can I? When do you get to that point? Very early. You can see who very early you can see who you're building with. No. I don't think But I'm not saying that don't go out and go I on a agree. date. Yeah. But I need to get we for breakfast and then you go for lunch as well. Two restaurants. Yeah, I know. But have they done that? Do they do that all the time? Probably not. You see, you so it's like one of those things. We also need to understand. No, no, but Tola, no. We need to understand one thing, guys. Fantasies, Jabulis. No, no, but not like that. No, but not recklessly way. No. What, recklessly now you first of all we got something we got well the reason why we're doing this because the brother it's like doing a uber black when you're going on a date why i'm dressing up i want to look good i want to you know we want to make this special with that i don't the the spa voucher was a gift so already by saying really a thousand rand on that spa voucher. Yeah, but when I order something, I'm like, hey, cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah, before. yeah, but like, hey, let's make it a special day. Let's make it a special day yes. for that day. Yeah. For that cool. day. If, and if, like, let's make it a special day. If it continues, then it's a problem. But that's if, what like, I'm saying. Like, being but if, if you use cont- a day and yeah. you use a day to just say, you know what, let's just live good and be happy. No, that's, and like, I that's I okay. That, because honestly, that sounds like a really lovely date. But it can't constantly. But it's a con. For me, it's like a con. Well, how I see it is a constant. It's not the that type of a day, right? Like a how train two restaurants in one day type of a thing. But it's the little things where you see that this is a constant in this type of relationship, like yeah, know, where no, you no, are no, now compromising yourself financially no. for a person. Do you understand? Every week. 
Every Bro, that, that is taking yourself out in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Like, but uh, tr- trust and believe my girl cooks as well. Yeah, that's your partner needs to be like, no, 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 let's not go out, man. That's just pega e papa ni force. You know, like be real. Like yeah. Yeah, it's definitely another problem with definitely. our generation is that we we we've lost we've, we've lost realism. Yeah. yeah, we have. We've lost realism. We're, not in touch reality. Yeah, we, we, we're living in this bubble. You go you go to a restaurant, Dila Parada, and you wanna Oh my word, you wanna order a bottle of champagne. <laughs> That's expensive. You mean you why? can go to the bottle store and buy it for one point? Also, why are we having a, a bottle of rich like Justin James? You just why? Yeah. Justin. No. Like they they, they need the case, to be if the occasion allowed. If, yes. then we can do it. And yeah. it's an occasional thing. Yeah. But now occasion. But now what yeah. we've done as our peers is that we've now measured a an occasion as the norm. Yeah. 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 Like your daily occurrence with life and your interaction with life with people, because everywhere you're going, unfortunately, the reason I I can say this and I can, because probably some like no, you're wrong, is that that part of the life is documented and we get to see it. Mm. And everything that you document, there's ten things you document, we get to see one. Yeah. So basically, that one that you are showing me on whichever platform, WhatsApp, Instagram, whatever, that's the one that matters to you the most. And if it becomes a common occurrence that every week this is what I'm seeing of you. Then that's what you that's what you measure as normal, mm-hmm. and that's what for me as sometimes as females I feel like they disadvantage themselves because you then price yourself out of the market because the average person is looking to build a do is saying that you're gonna cost me more out of pocket just to court you to get your time versus me sitting with you and, and doing the relationship stuff you know so it's it's it's, it's a tricky yeah. one it's a difficult one it's 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 really a difficult one it really is. I <laughs> but also guys you know you know i understand the thing of saying pressure but it's also self self-awareness yeah. guys you know if you are also gonna be allow this pressure to get to you or you know you need to be also over right dj yourself you know um because as much as you know you know we is our partners demand this yes our but we just need to communicate and that's also another problem that we as men don't do is communicate truthfully or honestly or openly you know we don't allow ourselves to be vulnerable and say hey this is me this is Tyler Cruz I'm five thousand a month I can't take you out to La Parada every single time but I can take you to Dopio Zero on on a Friday every time I get paid you know that's cool you know but we don't do that you know and we also need to give the opportunity to the girl and say that as in this is what I can do. You can stay or you don't have to stay. Mind if I'm gonna coach you, isn't it? It feels like I'm lying, you know. It just feels like I'm lying to you, you know. Like, yeah, <laughs> this is it, this is it. And obviously, now the poor girl will also expect that. Um, and we need to allow that. We not. We, we should not allow the pressure to get to us as men. Uh, we need to be self aware. That's very and understand what is it around us that needs our attention you know um so i yeah no pressure well i agree with you i agree with right? you yeah I, I agree with you um but you know what as as much as you you need to be self-aware and 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 you know there's certain pressures that unfortunately we can't change for the now for now at least mm. you know and uh, one of those one of those pressures that we can't change is for for instance for myself that is I would rather if there's one thing I want to do is buy buy a house right but 
I don't want my woman to trip into that house because that's where my masculinity comes from. Mm. That you know what? I've started a family and I wanna I wanna handle everything, you know. I don't wanna when it comes to that I don't wanna be a modern man about it. You oh. know what I mean? I really don't wanna be a modern <laughs> man about, <laughs> about a house, about certain things in the household. Yeah. You know, I'd rather not be. You know, I need to put myself under pressure. You know, yeah. and then expect my girl to also put me under pressure. You need to eat you need to we need to buy grocery, we need to do we need to do this, we need to do that. And that's the kind of pressure I I allow myself to be under. You know, free willingly without a doubt. Because like I said, that's where my masculinity comes from. And as a man, you need to get you need to find a source of masculinity Definitely. somewhere, Definitely. somehow. Yes. You know what I mean? Definitely. Some people it's the way in which they walk, some people it's the way in which they speak to their women. You know, some people it's 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 materialistic, you know. There's 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 no wrong there's no wrong masculinity. As the only wrong masculinity is when someone feels oppressed yeah. by yes, it. Yes, you know, yes, then that's where the problem. You know, even being submissive, there's there's no wrong submiss- uh, submission unless it's taking something away from you. Mm. You understand? So with with everything, there needs to be there's a cause and effect. In essence, you know, there's a cause and effect. So with that, I agree with you. You know, but. All I'm saying is that I still need to feel under pressure yeah, to no. somewhat degree, you know what I mean? For me to push further, for me to acquire certain things for myself. No, definitely. Know? I think, you know, then that comes with the right partner, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, being self-aware, then you understand that this is the partner I need. This is the partner that can give me good pressure, you know. This is the partner that can force me to go to therapy. This is the partner that can force me to yeah, go look for a yeah. job. This is the partner that can not force me, but like pressure me to, you know, those yeah, are the pressures yeah, that, yeah. you know, good pressure, good pressures, you know, yeah. definitely. Uh, and I guess you know, pressure does produce diamonds. Yeah, <laughs> pressure is good, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. but the right, the right pressure. Kamu, you are soon launching your mental health organization for men can you just touch on a bit about that oh okay um so i started an organization called men love men uh just to focus on men's mental health um we we as men don't talk and we don't we don't actually open up as much as we think we do and I've created a platform where guys can go out in the wild and the, well, we normally hike and uh, camping. You know, we go out to nature, connect with nature and ask questions, you know, um, we ask questions, uh, we check in on each other, um, um, we listen to each other and we basically just hear about other stories about what other people are going through. Like previously, um, friend of mine who lost his dad he was speaking about how you know losing a father was you know and all of the guys who were there have never lost a father so it was like a great experience and for me it was even a better experience because I was in that moment where my dad also just got cancer and I was worried about that I'm like how is it going to be to be without a father you know but having friends who can open up about such things having friends who can open up about um their parents' marriages and stuff like that it allows you to see that you know what we can be here together I'm, I'm gonna be there for you I'll be there for you so the organization is basically just to ensure men not just like this brotherhood Friday oh no brotherhood 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 no it's just to make sure that we are talking uh, we are going places and uh, yeah and just connecting with nature also yeah so it's about connecting with nature and being vulnerable as brothers. Any final words from you guys? Um, final thoughts? Yeah. Uh, How's it being a father? Uh, being a father is great. Um, I but um, my my setup is a bit different to the conventional setup. Uh, my partner has a child from a previous relationship, so. Me being with her before us having a son together, she was, and then us having a son together, that also like contributed towards the dynamic shift change. Because now there's a four turning five year old who knows of his father being around, and there's an older kid at the time, he was seven, eight, at the time when I met him. So he was, he knew that his parents went together, but and his mom had 
you know, dated, but now there's this constant person who's around. So what what's my interaction with this person? How's it gonna go? And in the beginning, he was reluctant because I was just a stranger, and it was time based. It was one of those. For as long as he stays around, we'll be cool, you know. And we've been at it for five, six years, I think it is now. And it's it's been challenging because now I've realized in the dynamics of the household setup is that my us being together, a lot of my time and me being there has nothing to do with our with my biological son. It's more the older one because now he's into that phase of being a teenager. He's into the phase of wanting to be cool, fitting in, and etc. So there's a lot more work that needs to go into there. That by the time the younger one gets there, it's you know. But my my primary focus is the older one, given also because of the type of support you need and you require when you're in that space. Because I look at my upbringing from 12, 13 up until like 20. I needed structure in my life. I needed a father. I needed a friend. I needed I needed a lot of things and. I, I know what I didn't get, so I know what to plug into, but at the same time, I am not the type to say, I'm going to play on my dad's shortcomings and make them my positives, no. I need to gel it all together because there's an element as well of just being a father, being a partner, and also being a provider, you know. And being a provider doesn't also come from thinking, I will do everything in the house, but there's certain roles that you need to play along the way. And it's and it's it's, it's been challenging and it's, 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 it's a lot, you know, because... I know my biological son knows that I'm there. So my 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 attachment, rather my concern over him and how he's gonna grow is very little because Mkona versus the older one who now even when I go pick him up at school and I and he introduces me to his friends as his father and he he's got a friend who's he know, who doesn't have his father in his life and he's like it's his closest friend. So whenever I'm there, like last week there was an incident of the kid being bullied, they took his Pokemon cards. So when my son went to go look for his bag. I was now dealing with this over here. And he later said to my son that, yo, thanks for your dad helping me because I managed to find my cards. And you could understand that that's what's key because now he can now relate to say, yo, I've got someone who can like, who's there with me full time and I'm glad I can share it with him. So it's, it's like, it's, it's an interesting dynamic, but it's, it's, it's a tough one. But at the same time, being a father for me is probably the greatest thing ever. And I saw it with them too first because Tommy had a son relatively early. We were like really young when Tamir son, so it was just foreign that we should make kids, you know. But we knew what we were doing. Yeah. And Kamu then had a son, like a literally where a daughter, sorry, where we were like in the peak of our lives and having a good time. Yeah. Peak of good literally times. with the yeah. peak of good times. Yeah. Um, Career and everything. Like everything was booming yeah. in that moment. It happens. And you can understand that, you know, when it all happened, because I, I stood on the outside, I was like, okay, I'm next. But at the same time, I'm like, I need to see how these guys do. Yeah. And naturally, when it happened as well, there was a lot going on in my life at the time. And and I, in that moment, I felt and 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 could resonate with how they felt individually. Mm. Because Tommy, on the outside, I could feel feel that he felt his youth was taken away from him. Because as his life was starting, you just out of high school, just hey. out of varsity, just, just started turn working, 21. just turned twenty-one, yes, you know, yeah. just started earning money, whatever. Yeah. That's taken away from him. Kamu, yeah. at the time when his daughter was born. Like life was as well moving. He was like little on the cusp of like blowing up. And then that happens as well. Then it's like, you know? So when it happened to me, I understood. And I said, you know what? It's all not that bad. Because all you just need to do is you just need to roll with the punches. You just need to keep it going. And in keeping it going, that's when you also make a lot of mistakes because there's a lot of unlearning that you have to do. And during the process of unlearning, there's stuff that there's, there's people there's unfortunately also as well i realized being a father there's a lot of people that are in your ear all the time mm. wanting to tell you what to do how to do it and some people are family that you can now back off instantly and say hey you wait and there's some people who are generally coming to you giving your voice a reason but in that moment because i don't have like funny story there was a time we come when i had to buy milk tin milk and we were comparing the price of milk to a bottle of Hennessy. <laughs> I remember, and I was like, literally, you know, like, this money could be going to a bottle of milk, but let's take it And you know, at the time, because he was there and I was there, it made sense. Yeah. But if I was with someone who didn't have a kid, I probably wouldn't have left the store with that bottle of tin milk. I probably went to a bottle store and bought a bottle of Hennessy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where, as well, you see that when you guys are growing up, even as friends, it's good to grow up together. Yeah, and constantly pulling each other up and eventually you know you get to a place where you're all comfortable because life is moving in a direction where we'll probably all go out as families and have our kids there yeah 
oh we'll probably go out as guys and each of us will have our kids there individually and he's sitting somewhere Gamu's daughter will be there old Tommy's son will be there old and my son will be there old and these people will be interacting on their own while we're sitting and they're and, cousins now and they and they're cousins now or, they are cousins now oh they are cousins yeah <laughs> they are cousins now they've got probably siblings like there's just be a lot going on and and that stuff that I as well want our kids to see that you know what in the mix of everything that's gone on my dad still has like a solid base a solid friendship a solid you know environment of people that he can can lean on and, and he can make sure it's fun so fatherhood is challenging i won't even lie to this day and i can yeah. tell it's not going to get any easier yeah i'm yo it's not going to get any easier but at the same time i'm looking forward to it because it's just the growing that i'm getting out of it and we're sick I mean, <laughs> yeah, the eldest father, the eldest father, yeah, the youngest, the youngest guy, brother, yeah. the youngest brother, the youngest brother, the father, you actually, yeah, yeah, yeah no, he's not, he's turning thirty-one, he's turning thirty-one, yeah, thirty-one, yeah, 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 fatherhood. Eh? Like I, I'm probably gonna talk about the direct opposite of what Tobani said because everyone I think has different fatherhood experiences. Yeah. You know, so with mine it was quite it was quite different and it was a pivotal time in my life. Age of 2021. 20, you know, and it didn't even help that my son was Someone's born on my birthday. You know, so uh, 2021, I was with I was dating the mother of my child. Uh, but we weren't serious, man. Like we hadn't planned on having kids or anything like that. It was just a, it's a mistake, baby. You know, it, it happens. Don't say that. It's gonna no, 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 no. It's normal. It's you need unplanned. to normalize it. Normalize. <laughs> normalize it. Okay. You know what I mean? It's okay. Like most kids are unplanned either way. You know. So okay, for lack of a better term, then you know, let's say uh, unplanned baby, and well, for me it was challenging challenging and the reason why is because I didn't have a baby mama that was that was uh, understanding you know she wanted the best of everything with the little that I had you know yeah. she wanted to have a uh, water birth what she got? That's a funny story. <laughs> I remember what you went through. That water birth. Well, that water birth, you know, yeah. it was it was quite yeah. challenging. It was quite yeah. challenging that you had to you had to conform to this concept that is so unfamiliar and foreign to you. You know, water birth. Like what on earth what, is that? What are we going to hospital? What's my bar? That's where I think the conflict started. Mm. You know, the conflict between mother, my child, and I started there, and it's never been the same since. You know, from that point where you realize that this person wants something that's so different to what you want. You know, mm. what you think is normal to her is not normal at all. You know, but then you also understand that where she came from where she comes from you know she she got traumatized where she wanted what's best which is also fine she wanted what's best for, for her children mm-hmm. you know what I mean like ooh the mother of my child came from a, an, an impoverished background mm-hmm. so everything that she wants for the child had to be top like top tier you know and that's where the disconnect happened between her and I uh, needless to say we broke up while she was pregnant you know because of what she wanted i wouldn't say demands you know like because that's what she wanted and that's what she thought was best yeah you know uh broke up and co-parented for for the longest of time until she found a partner i also found a partner and it became very hard for her to comprehend that i've actually moved on you know till today like which is an actual thing it is yeah it's a big thing yeah it's a big thing and it's unfortunate that they use the child as a weapon you know a weapon of separation you know because they know that i mean that's that's your child you know you can you you possibly do anything for them you know and they use that as a weapon to either get you closer or to repel you against the child you know yeah uh but yeah just to say like we i still talk to my child over the phone uh, unfortunately, I don't see him as much as I'd love to, you know, because of the restrictions that she's, she's put in place and, 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 you know, and even with those restrictions, it's like, I'm a Soweto guy, 
she doesn't want the child to come to Soweto because he's going to be exposed to drugs and it's a whole entire mess, you know. <laughs> yeah, like when yeah. they, they say baby, me myself included, and and I'm like apparently the, you know. Yeah, yeah, but but there's one thing I learned is that, um, and look, I'm not I'm not trash talking her. No, no, like I understand where she comes from. You know, we were young. Both of us were young. She was a year older than me. She was 22. I was 21. Um, parenting came came at a very an easy time in our lives. Both our lives. I had just gotten a job, you know, so I didn't really get to enjoy uh, that period in my life where I could just ball out and 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 you know, age of 21. Yeah, the day, the day I turned twenty-one, 21 was, there was a child. There was a child. You know, I had to be in hospital yo, at yeah, that time. So it, it really, yeah. yeah, for me, it traumatized me. You know that, yo, at such a young age, all of that had to happen. It was unplanned, and to top it all off, I've never wanted because of where I come from and how I was raised. I never wanted to co-parent. You know, yeah. I, I've always wanted to to have a white picket fence family the cute dog there you know <laughs> i've always wanted that for myself you know and then this happened it, it caught me of god you know mm-hmm. and how it happened as well you know it really caught me of god but i learned so much from it you know i learned i learned responsibility at a very young age in my life you know and when i think about it like i've had to be responsible from a young age before being a father yeah. right when my mom had to cut me off and say i'm not gonna give you an allowance anymore you know, from school, I had to now make ends meet for myself. Yeah. You know, she paid for the school, she paid for the necessities, you know. But when it came to pocket money, there's a point in time where I had to just do everything myself. When I thought, ah, now nah, I'm done with that, I'm in varsity, still carried through. 21, now there's a kid, you know. After that, now I still have to hustle for this kid and I have yeah. to, you know, make ends meet for this child. And, you know, so my life has always been a very... I've always lived like a responsible life where I had to provide to somewhat extent, whether it's for him, whether it's for people around me, you know, but I've always been that person. So I, I, I'll give credit to being a father, you know, for that. The person that I am today, how responsible I am, um, trying to, if I start something, I need to finish it, you know. I, I give credit to, to being a father, you know, that I'll give credit to. and. I've also learned that, yo, if you're gonna date someone or you're gonna fall in love with someone, you know, at least be, pre- be prepared for anything. If you yeah, want to, if you're gonna yeah, start, yeah. Of, if it so happens that she falls pregnant, be ready for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be be ready and choose the person. Like, don't temporarily date someone. Yeah. You know, don't because anything can happen. Next thing you find yourself in the same situation, and history has a very weird way of repeating itself. Mm. You know, so if you're gonna date. Uh, date wholeheartedly. Be conventional about it, you know. Be intentional. Be intentional about Definitely. it, you know. And yeah, like I told myself as well that the person I'm dating now, you know, I first need to get married to. You know, the things now, you know, I first need to get married to. You know, the things that I didn't do then, and I thought that. Like the pill, you know, something as small as that, like the conversation we had earlier on. Sitting there and thinking as a guy, you're not responsible for it. It's her, it's her problem. Until, until shit hits Since the fan. It's your problem. And then, you know, until it's your problem. And yeah. then you're just like, yo, what do I? You know what I mean? Yeah. That period is late. Yeah. And as a guy, if you want your child to be a responsible person, it needs to start with you, yeah. you know? And... I'm still learning, like I'm still learning how to be a better person, how to be a better man. You know, you might take them for granted, isn't it? Like having to set your alarm for your girlfriend to take the pill, you know, but it shows that you're also responsible enough and you guys are, you guys have the same vision. You know, you want the same plans for you, for each other. You don't want an unplanned child, you know. So you too, as a man, need to play the role. You know, you can't go for a vasectomy. The least you can do is at least set a clock on your, yeah. <laughs> on your, on your, on your phone, yeah. you know, to remind her as well that yo, so that you don't find yeah. yourself in the mm. same situation. Because with Tuluazi, my son, uh, my ex-girlfriend was on the pill, you know, and for me, instead of having no, to some to some degree, I I kept on pointing the finger, which you know you've trapped me and and, yeah. but then I realized that I also had a huge role to play, mm. you know. 
and the role was for me to actually yeah. remind her that yeah. have you taken the pill have you you know because you, she's not alone in this thing yeah. you know and that's the biggest lesson I've learned that amongst others that plan and be part of it don't ever think because um, you're not you're not taking the contraceptive therefore you're not part of it yeah. you know you have just as much of a responsibility to play you know and to assume as much as she does you know so I, it's, it's really made me a very responsible person as far as that goes that you have to plan and be part of it you know if something does happen then you know that you tried your best and therefore it's time for you to man up and be responsible instead of having to point fingers you know so yeah second child definitely not out of wedlock i yeah, can't yeah, have yeah. a second child out of wedlock yeah. you know i really want a uh, white picket i still wanted a white picket fence for my child where both parents are in, in the house even if it's i mean my girlfriend also has has a child you know and now i have to assume position at some point and hearing people like go and speak about their experiences uh, it's knowledgeable you know and you can having having to know that there's someone that's so close where you can learn such a a good skill and have such a big heart to take over someone i've never thought that you know you'd, you'd be a stepdad you know? uh, no, none of us thought <laughs> no nobody you know, thought but it also just it, it shows that um growth is not perfection yeah. you know no. growth is not the white picket fence you know those jabs you're talking about it will throw those jabs at you mm. you know you just have to take them you have yeah. to take them roll on them and learn most importantly learn from them yeah. you know life is not perfect you know life is not perfect you're always learning and i mean what better way to learn from people that are close to you like, okay this is how you do it you know so yeah that's what i've, I've learned mostly from fatherhood yeah yeah well raising a daughter raising a girl child has been <laughs> you know a rock star yeah my daughter wants to be a rock star well it was career day oh. and she wanted to be a rock star i was very surprised as well you know because oh. i'm like what yeah, I, <laughs> I was very you know I was really happy about that and uh, yeah she wants to be a rock star and the great thing was also that her mother was allowing of that you know and uh, the mother of my child is not a person of she's not a rock star you know she's not she's totally opposite of me and she's more very conservative, yeah. you know, she just relaxed, you know, she's not like a rock star like myself. And it is really beautiful for the mother of my child to allow my daughter to actually, you know, be whatever she wants to be, yeah. Because knowing her, you know, she stopped me from rocking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um, so yeah, man. You know, like you know, I my daughter was born. Well, uh, yeah, we can see my child when she's 25. Just got the blue corporate job. Just got the medical aid. Just got the company car. I was good. You know, I was happy. Everything was great. Um, funny enough. The day we heard I was with you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Coming me. Durban July. Community. Yeah. Durban July. When we came back, through, well, on the way back, yeah, on yeah, the way back, yeah. she called me and she's like, "Yo, this is happening, and already I'm coming back broke because <laughs> Durban July." <laughs> but hey, some people. But you know, yeah. it was, it was, it was, it was exciting for me because I didn't know what to expect. And I was in love. Uh, loved the mother. My child was happy. We, we had never fought. And I was like, you know what? This is it. You know, I had I realized my life needed a bit of responsibility. And I was like, this is it. And I was like, you know what? I'm taking on the job. And yeah, you know, we're doing this. And I realized that actually, you know, <laughs> you don't need a child to have responsibility in your life. That's the worst. <laughs> Worst idea, the worst, <laughs> <response> <laughs> worst, worst thing you can think of, because it was a kubeg, you know, yeah. it was a kubeg, kube unresponsible. So we're gonna make mistakes, and like I'm, 
I'm glad that I've got brothers to do that with, you know. And raising a girl is is amazing. You know, you become softer as a guy. You become more vulnerable. You learn how to speak to your partner. You know, you just and now understand what women go through because you have a daughter, you know. Whereas when you have a partner, you're like, yeah, oh, come on, you know, you can solve that out. But now your daughter looks at you for protection. Your daughter looks at you for love, provide everything. You know, they see the mother and like, yeah, that's my mother. That's barely we are we. But when it comes to a father, it's more like, yo, you need to show up for me, you know. And and that's what I feel like I've been doing. You know, just showing up for her. And it doesn't mean you have to get them the fanciest of toys. You know, like Tomani said, if. <laughs> Having a ch- if having money means to be done, yeah. ah, then I let's have kids, you know. But you need more than money to raise a child. Yeah. You, know, like, you need that patience, you need that love, you need that tender, you know, because they also need it. This is someone who looks up to this, yay, yeah. hey, hey. what's next, you yeah. know. So, you guys make me want to have a child. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And you know, you count all the other things that you're going on in your life, work, friends, partner, and you're just like, boom, your daughter or your son. And for me, it comes first, you know, yeah. my daughter comes first. And unfortunately, yes, my, the mother of my child, we are not together. Um, so, yeah, that was also a very tough, it's very tough, you know, it's not easy because also you feel like you've done her wrong. Uh, you've done her family wrong, you've done her wrong and you will always want to try and make up for it but unfortunately sometimes you can never love enough and you know sometimes that love is needed and if it's not there anymore yes. you know it's not there but yeah we're still great co-parenting is amazing um, one thing I realized about co-parenting as a father is you know you just need to be there very financially and you need to keep your promises uh, promises from fetching her, fetching her yeah. uh, buying her that took sweets and also just yeah finance you know making sure don't yeah. burden the mother of your child because obviously that's also another burden that a lot of single moms are going through finance and um, they need us <laughs> they need us <laughs> women need us in helping raise our children so yeah man raising a good child has been amazing and I'm enjoying it I think we can close it here unless you guys want to say anything else um in closing yeah um, in closing i think being being a young father is something i'm very thankful for if it asked me if i'd do it again definitely i would um i just plan a few things you know, fix some of my wrongs you know i just you know but at the same time i'm not apologetic for them because of they've, they've they've made me who i am today and i've accepted that a lot of my, my learnings, my teachings from internal and external have allowed me to get to where I am. My mistakes have, have allowed me to become better because now I look back on some of the things I've done and I, and I laugh at myself because it's, what was I thinking, you know? Um, and a lot of it now, when I look back at from when my son was conceived to everything that's gone up to my life up until now, one thing that's kept me going is being able to choose your own peace. To, to find your own space that you can that you can relate with and, and hold on to like you know that you know this little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine. Yes. You find your candle of peace, you light it and you just you just protect it no matter how things happen. And it's 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 very key to be able to distinguish between earthly things that are bothering you and and what bothers you at home and, and once you can separate that and it's something that I'm still learning to do. That's why now just choosing my family first, choosing myself first, choosing, you know, just choosing me and choosing what I care about mm-hmm. is, is what's teaching me to, to understand and separate and differentiate between what bothers me on the externally and what bothers me internally. And how in the midst of all of that, I still need to keep my little unit moving. So choose peace, um, but at the same time, enjoy it. Like, you know, like appreciate your friends. I don't see the guys often, like generally don't see the guys often. Like, 
I think outside of me, Tommy speaking, this past weekend, we probably spoken quite some time. I spoke to Kamu two weeks ago and we said we'd make time to meet. But I know whenever I do see them, it feels like I've seen them yesterday. And that is allowed, that's also allowed me to be in that way because I understand the dynamics of our friendships and our, the friendship that we all have and each other's lives. That everyone is busy doing something at, in that moment. So I, I'll never, I'll never let someone who bumped into either one of them yesterday make me feel bad about not having seen them, because they might have had that small opening and they said, "Let me go out and go unwind," and it just didn't correlate with my schedule, so that's why I wasn't there. So, but as long as we can all touch base with one another, see one another, and just catch up, that's that's fine. Um. I, I don't have any words. I really don't, but um, yeah, like it's been, a, it's been a great talk, man. And yeah, verbatim what Kobani said. Yeah, verbatim. Come. Yeah, man. It's what Kobani said. Choose peace. Yeah. And, you know, choosing peace is you, yourself know what it is so don't ask people what choosing pieces um don't copy people what choosing pieces so choose yourself and choose your piece and yeah as men who are going through it like ask people ask your friends for help you know and also gents check up on your friends you know yeah um, check on your friends and you know we all need someone to check up on each other you know? yeah so yeah Thank you for making time. It was a. I know you guys are busy, so thank you for making the time for me and sharing and being men of example and growing up. Because as much as you guys have grown up, I've grown up watching you guys yeah. and we've grown up together. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is lovely to see you guys as fathers, as men, as partners. Thank you. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough.